You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuta and Lawson. It is 8.05am and it's come time for our next quiz question, um, Lawson. All going too fast and also let's just go back to the place that we're saying welcome to today, mm. which is what? The Tea Gardens, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just up from Newcastle. That's right, on the northern side of the Port Stephens, of the Nelson Bay. Beautiful area. I, I like. I am just enamored by the tea gardens. I love it. See, the the only thing about the tea gardens I I don't like, if I'm being honest. So I, I'm very opinionated about places in this area. <laughs> you know, I'm and and strongly in favor of them. I love Newcastle. Like mm. I love the Newcastle area. I love Lake Macquarie and the Hunter Valley and whatnot. But the Tea Gardens is just a little bit too far away from civilization. Oh. No, that's 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 a bit strong. That's not a good I mean re- in the sense of like, like so I think much. it's like okay, if I had to pick whether to live cuz that's on the northern side mm. of of Port Stephens there or the southern side, I would usually pick the southern side yeah. because then you're near Nelson Bay, Salamander Bay, that's right, right. On, right on the ocean. And then you're cl- a little bit closer to Newcastle City so you can go to the mall and the big shops and whatnot. I did get to live up, I believe it was Salamander Bay. I was helping out actually at the Nelson Bay Church. This was in 2019, and every every for a couple of days a week, I would go out to that area and and uh, you know meet people in the community and do Bible studies and whatnot. And I was staying in a house up there, and that house, the owners of the house were like barely there. They just wow. legit just gave us a key nice. and just like, oh yes, they dude. It was. Amazing. Lovely. It you would was have had the whole amazing. view from there. Yeah. It was so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Fabulous. yeah, shout out, shout out Nelson Bay, but shout out the Tea Gardens. Tea well. Gardens, absolutely. We hope that you're li- enjoying our Faith FM show today, or if you're listening onto the podcast yeah. and you're a day behind. Which, by the way, if you ha- have sometimes li- listened in live um, and can't do it every time, the podcast is a great way. Just download it yeah. on your phone. Go down to the browse a button down the bottom. You can s- click onto the breakfast show and then you'll hear the show one day behind i also want to encourage you guys you can listen to the radio live on your phone that's it and there's no disruptions on there's it. no disruptions mm-hmm. it's based on cellular data i've seen some you know different comments and whatnot on social media and some people have talked to me it's like oh man i love faith fm but sometimes we drop out of signal and that's our the way that we do faith fm the way that we distribute our signal across yeah. australia is with individual uh, antennas that people put up in their churches and their houses and we're so grateful for everyone for doing that and it's the way that like there's a particularly a few areas across Australia where we have amazing signal mm. and it's really reaching and capturing mm-hmm. particularly I want to shout out Canberra I'm going to be heading down yeah. to Canberra in November oh, we're doing a Faith FM day down there a regional day where all the churches in Canberra are coming together I'm speaking down there for Fabulous. the youth side of it I also want to give a shout out to Central Coast mm-hmm. I'm going to be speaking at the gospel Church this Friday night, uh, and they're actually taking up an offering for Faith FM, which Fabulous. is awesome. Uh, shout out, actually, D, who lined that up for us. He might be listening this morning, but yeah, we we've been we're really blessed by our listeners. But I do occasionally I see those comments. Oh, hey, I love Faith FM, but sometimes I drop out of the signal. Get the app. Mm-hmm. If you're struggling with signal, right. get the app. It is the best way to listen and. 
I'm sure most of you guys, if you have a car that's newer than 2008 to 2010, you will have the ability to use it. And if you don't, well, then they'll probably have an aux cord or one of those uh, one of those radio station things. You plug it into the the cigarette lighter, and right. it, and it, it it does like it connects it it, it creates essentially a uh, a radio frequency, which then you can tune into with your radio. And even if you don't have that, one time I saw if you have a cassette player. In your car, like if you've got a, a radio stereo unit that's old enough to have a cassette player, there's a cassette player to AUX cable. Oh wow, there you go. That I've seen. So there are so many ways that you can rig that up and, and listen to Faith FM anywhere over the internet. Or hey, if you're in one of those areas where you get fine, uh, like fantastic radio signal, then I, I guess keep doing that. That's it. And a lot of people actually listen to Faith FM when they're doing the morning walks. Yeah, you know, because they put the phone in the pocket, they put the headphones on, and off that's they the best go. Time to do so it. It's really oh good. man, on your run on your walk amazing yeah hey our next question for the quiz here after being pulled from the reeds who nursed moses ah that's such a good one so zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. quite an inspiring story here mm, uh, after being pulled from the reeds who nursed moses zero four nine one zero six four six six nine of course our prize for this week modern vegan recipes from the silver hill spark was in cookbook by eileen brewer and cecil gordon this book was written refined fine-tuned over decades mm-hmm. to give us some of the best, most tasty vegan recipes out there. Again, that number was 0491-064-669 after being pulled from the reeds. Who nursed Moses? And again, you need to put in a correct answer. Correct the more answer, correct yeah. answers that you put in, the more draws, that you, the, the more... Uh, the more chances you have to win, and the if draw. you don't, if you don't actually want to play, but well, you want to play, but you don't want to go in the draw. You state it or star it. So mm. put a star next to it, or actually state that you don't want to be going into the draw. But we have a really good text message here also from Suzanne saying, "I definitely second growing your own veggies. You can mm. grow organic produce that's minutes old when you eat or cook it. Find out what veggies grow well. Oops, we're jumping because we're getting more texts coming through. Uh, find out what veggies grow well now rather than." Put it off until things get desperate. Absolutely agree with Suzanne. I love that too. You know, I grew up in a home in Adelaide where we had a massive veggie patch in our backyard. And so for us, you know, the lettuce and the tomatoes, the parsley, all those sort of things that mum grew, she just grew a variety of things. Um, it just literally, you bring it inside, you wash it, and the flavour is amazing. So during COVID, what I actually did, because our yard's actually quite small, I bought a whole lot of pots. And, and I've got them lined up and at the back we actually had everything growing. In fact, at the moment I've actually got a pineapple plant, plant growing mm. that I actually got from one of the older ladies from um, at my church that I was at last year. She's 94 years old, still does a whole pile wow. of gardening. One day she actually wow. pulled out a jolly a jolly banana plant because it wasn't producing bananas. Um, and, and when I rang her, she said, I'm really tired. I'm just like, what have you been doing again today? And she's like, well, I put out the banana tree. And I'm just like, at your age. Mm. But she just loves gardening. And I just think, yeah, so... So my, my plant, my pineapple plant, I'm hoping that this year will actually have a pineapple in it because the pineapple takes about a year or a year and a half mm. to grow on the plant itself. But yeah, I've had the um, eggplant, I've had the tomatoes, um, cucumbers, spinach, lettuce, love the stuff. And the flavour is so different to what you actually have in the shops. That's mm. the beautiful thing. 
Oh, and wow. you get the amazing nutrients and vitamins, you know, straight Comes to your body. Straight from the ground. Straight, straight to your body. into your body. Yeah, I love I, it. I want to share a little story with you guys this morning. <laughs> it's, about, it's about gardening. So I'm, I'm no gardening expert. I love weeding the garden, bro. Oh, I, you can come and weed my place. Getting out there with some <laughs> gloves. At the start of this year, actually, I was down in Melbourne and probably one of the most impressive gardens I've ever seen. Shout out my friend Bao, who lives down uh-huh. in Melbourne. Just, you would not believe how beautiful and expansive this garden is and all the things that they're growing it's just amazing so yeah i got in there and did some weeding earlier this year but i want to i might not name this person (laughs) these are some personal friends of mine some of my very good friends one day at church uh so one of my friends has a you know in his house has a banana tree in his backyard wow and it's you know Awesome, and it flourishes, and it grows bananas. Does it? And one of my other friends is really into, has become really into gardening, and she uh-huh. has, like, pumpkins growing in the back. She has all kinds of oh, just, like, nice. awesome, yep. you know, awesome plants growing in the back. And she's like, oh, I really want that banana tree. And, uh, you know, I want I want bananas to grow. And says to my other friend, hey, you know, could I get, like, a, a banana tree from you to grow? And, and my friend's like, yeah, sure. And so, but decided to, pr- to play a prank on her by just cutting off some of the leaves and giving it to her and saying, no. yeah, just chuck this in the ground and it, just chuck <laughs> this in the ground and it will and grow. And it will sprout some roots It'll, and grow. Yeah, and, and my other friend who received it, you know, she's a little bit naive, but just like, yeah, okay. And she takes them, she digs a hole in the ground, oh. puts the banana leaves in, you know, and waters it, die. fertilizes it. <laughs> and she even prayed for it as well. Oh, she prayed, you know, God, please, you know, just let these plants grow. <laughs> and the next week, he revealed to her like it was kind of it was a bit awkward, but it was a little bit embarrassing. Wasn't it, an April Fool's Day that he it gave was, it to? It was, you? it was something like that. It was <laughs> oh, I think it was like she had made a joke to him, and he was getting back at her, you know, just some fun. And, and we're at church, and he revealed to her, hey. You know, I, I tricked you. And, oh, she felt so embarrassed. But then he then actually had to do the work of pulling out a big banana tree and installing it in her house. Like, all right. He's like, all right, I'll make it up to you. It's so <laughs> funny, though. Oh, and just the fact she prayed over it and she's like, yeah. oh, God, bless this tree. You know, help it to grow amazing fruit. You know, that's beautiful. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491 Hey, it's come time for us to continue our mm. Bible study time. And, of course, this week we're looking at Ephesians 4 and Christ-shaped lives and spirit-inspired speech. Mm. And today we're going to be looking specifically at one verse, but it actually ties in with what we've actually been covering early this week. So, Lawson, do you mind starting with Ephesians 4, verse 25, and taking it down to verse 30 for us, please? Absolutely. Ephesians 4, verse 25. Just before I start reading, i got a text in from Christopher. Christopher Rantel, actually, one of the friends of the show, The Happy Diver. He sent in, he said, I, I love the sound of the bird in the background. Of course, when we had uh, we had our interview, there was all kinds of birds chirping and you, man, just out Rod Bailey, out in nature, getting it done. Really beautiful stuff there. Hey, let's have a read from the book of Ephesians in verse 25. It says, therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak with his own neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. We covered this yesterday. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor... 
give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all... Oh, yeah, okay, that's where we're stopping. Yeah, that's where we're stopping today. But it's interesting, isn't it? Because the words that pre, the verses that precede this verse 30, which says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Mm. Because that's an interesting thing, hey, to say grieving the Holy Spirit. Mm. But what are the verses that, that, that are covered beforehand? It's actually talking all about our speech, isn't Mm. it? It's about our speech and how we relate to one another and what we actually say. And the interesting thing is, of course, we've got to remember here in this passage too that Paul is actually talking here to the Gentiles who have come come out and of, of paganism and have moved into being believers um, in Christ and therefore have been grafted in mm. to the body of Christ, into the church, but also, you know, have now got the inheritance of, of God, you know, the children of God. They've been adopted into the family of God. And so he's saying here, hey, your behavior ought to now be different. Isn't that what he's saying there? He's saying it's mm. got to be different. And, of course, grieving in the in the Greek, the word is lupeo, which actually means to cause pain, to distress, or to grieve. And the Greek phrase actually can be tra- translated as "stop grieving." Mm. In other words, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. And say, "Stop grieving the Holy Spirit." In other words, it's a continual thing. Don't you know? It's not a, just a once-off thing. It's just like because of sin, we naturally sin. We we keep coming back to that all the time, don't we? But that. Through Christ, when we are believers, we've given our heart to Christ. Mm. We have, through the power of Christ, through the power of God, we can overcome that and we can, it lessens and lessens and lessens. And here's the thing though, when we actually do something, um, you know, when we sin, and especially in this case where it's talking about speech, when we actually do something, say something that will hurt somebody else, it's actually grieving the Holy Spirit because it's the Holy Spirit that has firstly um, impacted our lives to make a change, to, to commit our lives to Christ, to become believers. But secondly, the Holy Spirit is the one that also then impresses on our hearts and touches us and says, hey, what, you know, in, in a, in a, in a metaphorical sense, taps us on the shoulder and says, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, or hey, girly, you've actually just done something here that has hurt somebody else and that's mm. hurting me as well. Isn't that how you kind of see it? Yeah, absolutely. I think the reality is is sin is always a multiple-way equation. Yeah, It's obviously sin is between you and God and it hurts yourself and it hurts God and these things. But also it's usually hurting some other person, some other yeah. human being. and. Like probably leading them away from God oh. as a result of that interaction that you had with them or, or, you know, that way that you sinned against them. It's always a two way equation. And because of this, it's like you're ultimately standing 
in front of God's purposes or you're getting in the way of God's purposes through what he could potentially be doing mm. through you. You know, we do know all things work together for good. Yeah. But he could potentially, potentially be doing through you a much greater work uh, that you are standing in front of by your speech. And we know that this is the sin that, that was against Israel is although they were called to be the sons of God, instead of participating in God's mission, they often stood in the way of and stood against it. Mm. And I was having a conversation with someone yesterday. I'm preaching a sermon, actually, uh, this this coming Sabbath on, on cool. Saturday at Avondale University Church. And I'm going to be talking about evangelism, you know, how we reach people. Beautiful. This is, a, pa- this is a, a thing that I'm particularly passionate yeah. about is the idea of how is it that people actually become Christian because mm. that's the experience. How do we I- share Jesus with those who've never believed in Jesus or have been hurt along the way? Yeah, That's right. And I was discussing that with someone yesterday. I am incredibly pro-church. I love mm. the church. I think that we have biblical precedent for the church to exist and to support the church and, and all of these different things. And I was discussing with someone, it's like, oh, you know, when we, when we see plateaus in growth of churches it's it's sad and and the person said to me oh well maybe those plateaus aren't necessarily representative of god not working and i'm like oh okay i can definitely Mm -hmm. see that you know Mm -hmm. um success ebbs and flows but simultaneously it's like if if it's prolonged like there's no success in reaching people then we have to do something about it and they're like yeah and then they said to me but quite frankly there's lots of churches in the world that I probably wouldn't want to take someone to because it would probably stifle their walk with God. Wow. And I was like, that is so wow. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, again, here on The Breakfast Show, here on Faith FM, yeah, we're incredibly pro-church. We want to encourage everyone. Like, being a part of a church family is the best thing that it you is. could do, being a part of your local church community. But simultaneously, uh, if the the church community isn't one that has the mindset of being about reaching people and standing in righteousness and there will be inevitably drama there'll be people hurt all kinds of things and and then the church rather than becoming a representative of god again just as we can do personally becomes something an obstacle for god yeah and that's and that's why you know even at a young early at an early age my teenage years especially when i was actually asking myself you know should i believe in god should i go to church should it you know is the seventh day Adventist church one that actually is based on mm. god's word and his truth or should i be searching somewhere else mm. and when i was going through that phase one of the things i really realized is that hey it's about me keeping my eyes on Jesus because mm. other people will fail, you know, uh, let me down, just like I have moments of unfortunately letting people down too. But the thing is that when I keep my eyes on Jesus, when I walk with Jesus, when I have that relationship with Jesus, I can actually be one of those within the church that actually gives that positive outlook of, of Jesus and church. And, I've, and here we're talking about the body of Christ. And that's why Paul talks about being transformed and to be, you know, by, about learning Christ, you know, back mm. in putting on that new man from the old man. And that's a continual thing. It's not just a one-off thing, but it's a continual thing. Mm. And so that's really important that but digging into God's word, being, you know, keeping our eyes on Jesus and also then being surrounded by, yeah. by those in the, in the church who, who are of like mind as you, who do study God's word. You know, it actually helps you to see people through a different 
lens then as well. Mm. And I love what Pastor Les said to us two days ago in the interview to have that trauma, yeah. tra- trauma, uh, trauma impacted lens that we look through to realize that, hey, everyone's had some degree of trauma in their lives and therefore there's still some hurts. But hey, through Jesus, that can be overcome. And we are the ones that are to actually, um, you know, be positive mm. and shower them with love and give that's them right. that safe space. That's right. And therefore, that's why Paul's saying back here that, you know, when we actually hurt other people by our words, we're actually grieving the Holy Spirit. In other words, you know, it's it, when when somebody's grieving, it's actually the, the words that the of, of, of grieving the Holy Spirit means it, only people can actually grieve, right? Okay. And so here the Holy Spirit himself is actually grieving. grieving. Mm. And, you know, and that's such, so important for us to remember, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. The Holy Spirit is grieving, yet when we make those decisions to work in tandem with the Holy Spirit, to up lift righteousness in our lives and mm. to unify in that sense, you know, to unify through, I love what you're saying here. You're advocating for, okay, let's be actually as Christian as possible. Absolutely. Let's, let's engage in God's word. Let's do all these things and we will be more equipped to be missional. More equipped. You know, when it, when Jesus reached down into this earth and, and met people where they're at, he didn't become less Christian in order to do so. No, he was righteous. He stood as a person who loved these people mm. and they responded to that. Mm, and that's exactly the work that we have to do. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Awesome, we have our last quiz question for today. Yeah, here we go. The final quiz question for today, fill in the blank from Psalm 8. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in blank. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in? And it's complete the the rest of the verse. It is. There's actually three words that go there. And again, <laughs> this is another one. Don't give them, don't give them too much. I'm not giving them the first letter or the first word like you always oh, suggest yeah. today. Okay, <laughs> I haven't <all> forgotten. Right. <laughs> okay, but all good. Hey, this is another one that's a song too. Though. Really? Yeah. Are you going to sing it for No, me? I'll wait today. Okay. <laughs> Not today, another right. day. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in blank. 0491-064-669. If you answer correctly, we will give you this prize for free. Yes. You just have to win the draw. And as you answer each question, you get different entries. Well, you get a certain amount of entries in the draw. You have the potential to to just max out this week and get as many draws in, as many entries in as possible. So you can, you can win. You can win big. And it it is really a case with the, with the draw that we've had people win, like from answering the last question on Friday, like the very last moment they've won at the same time. I would say the majority of the winners come from the people who just have the most entries in. It really is a game of numbers, so play it with us. 0491-064-669 is the number to text. That's it. And then we're continuing in our Bible study in Ephesians 4 and the Holy Spirit in the believer's life. I like what, what George has text through too, saying here, because we've been talking about the Holy Spirit, ignoring the guidance from the Father through his Spirit hardens the heart, which grieves the Spirit of God. Jesus was constantly being guarded by the Father. And I, I agree with that. That's so good because it is. 
is. Every time we we keep on grieving the Holy Spirit, you know, we become immune to whatever we're doing, whatever we're saying. In this case, we're talking about speech, but you know, then 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 we become hardened. You know, like Pharaoh, mm. Pharaoh's heart was hardened. You know, when Joseph, the story of Joseph and Pharaoh's heart was hardened. But the interesting thing is, so many times people think that the Holy Spirit is only a thing of the New Testament. But, of course, the Old Testament is full of it. In fact, it's right in the very first verses of the Bible where we're told that the Holy Spirit hovered over the waters. This is in Creation Week. Hey, so I wrote a 2,500-word exegesis paper about this, which 2,500 oh, words isn't true. that much. But I, uh, it, this topic yep. of particularly I was looking at do people have free choice and mm-hmm. does language in the Old Testament that seem to indicate that they don't, is that what it actually means? And we're looking at, and I, I actually presented my findings on Faith FM once. You know, I, I wrote this uh, this essay. I'm like, oh, yeah, surely people will want to know about this. And so I talked all about <laughs> the, the real subject of my essay was Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And when the Bible says his heart was hardened, mm. was this God taking away his ability to choose? And what my ultimate conclusion was, mm-hmm. and what seems to be very clear, is that God saves all people the same way throughout all time, and that the Holy Spirit absolutely was working absolutely in the Old Agreed. Testament. It was touching the hearts of people. Mm-hmm. It was moving them. It was mm. it was strengthening them. Some theologians would claim, oh, but then we saw the outpouring of the Holy Spirit uh, at, uh, at, Pentecost, at Pentecost, which we did. Which we did. And But they make the point that, oh, God wasn't willing to do this before. And I, and I would say absolutely not. That's not true. No, the difference between the people of Pentecost and the people in the rest of the Bible is that the, the people in Pentecost had made a decision to follow Jesus. Absolutely. You see, this is the thing, is that the Holy Spirit is working to convict all of us throughout all time. And when we work in conjunction with the Holy mm. Spirit is when we choose to put Jesus first in our life or, oh. Or to put God first, you know, if we take it to an Old Testament context, yep. when we agree with God and say, hey, God, I want to walk as you are calling me mm. to walk, that is when the Holy Spirit, you know, that is when we see those gifts be manifest. That's when we see those uh, those things happen. Up until that point, the Holy Spirit is working powerfully to convict us, and this was happening <sighs> throughout all time. All time. The difference between those in Pentecost and every generation before, which we see snippets of, whether it's yep. Elijah and Elisha, whether mm-hmm. it's whether it's Samson, mm-hmm. whether it's Noah. Moses mm-hmm. or Noah, Noah mm-hmm. or all of these people where the Bible says verbatim uh-huh. the Holy Spirit was working in them. Yep. The difference is, is that they chose to let God work in Absolutely. their hearts and life. And that's what we see at Pentecost. We see these groups of people who make the decision. They say, yes, we are submitted, um, abso- just like the prophets of old. Hun- hun- yeah. Hundred percent. I love what you've just said there. Just like the prophets of old, and also the thing is, when we actually go even to the book of John, chapter fourteen, mm-hmm. you know, verse fifteen to eighteen, Jesus actually says, "I, if you love me, keep my commandments, mm-hmm. and I will pray the Father, and He will give you another Helper, uh-huh. that He may abide with you forever." So here He's actually referring to the Holy Spirit. So He's not saying He's never the Holy Spirit's never been there. Mm-hmm. He's just saying, "My time is coming from when I will be leaving the earth to go to the heavens." And, of course, in the first chapter of Ephesians, we covered the fact that he's in the heavenly places. When we accept him into our lives, we are seated in the heavenly places with him. But so it's it's that further, you know, the, the Holy Spirit in a greater 
greater capacity. Mm-hmm. And that's why we then see that in you know, at Pentecost happen, that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him. That's the key. Mm. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. That's right. That's the key. That that, that was the is key. The key. The the that word there, no. Yeah. And it's like, and and you could probably say, oh well, did the people of the Old Testament even know the Holy Spirit? And it was like, well, what's the thing that keeps us from knowing God? It's it's our decision to be blinded. Yeah. And this is what we've seen so far. It's like who were once feeling, we've been reading through Ephesians, it's like who were once feeling but now are blind. Yeah. They're, they're hardened to the Holy Spirit. And that's what had happened in the Old Testament with the nation of Israel is that their hearts had become hardened to conviction, had become hardened to the power of the Holy Spirit. And so mm. they didn't know him. Mm. And Jesus has said, but now you will know him. You will Why? Know him. Because your hearts are no longer hard. That's exactly, and that's why it ties in so strongly with the rest of the verse that says, um, whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Mm. And that ties in beautifully with Ephesians 1.14 that we covered about a week ago where it says, you know, um, in verse 13 of chapter 1, it says, in whom also having believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. That sealing is really important for the day of redemption. You know, the day of mm. redemption of when Christ comes in the clouds of glory, yeah, takes us home. But it's about actually keeping that walk going and being sealed by the Holy Spirit. And that seal, we believe, is very much in the mind because mm. that's where we make our decisions. That's right. And our heart, we, we need to have the heart response to Jesus as well because if we just have the head knowledge and not the heart knowledge and not, not the heart response, then we can, we, can, we can really be very damaging to those around us with mm. how we are. That's, that's what I call religion, being religious rather than being a Christian. Mm. But that true conversion is a heart conversion and with the head knowledge. And yeah. it's the, the sealing in the mind where we make our decisions to continually follow Jesus and to walk with yeah. him and to be faithful right to the very end. Yeah, and to balance that out, of course, this isn't then saying, oh, well, stop studying your Bibles because, you know, if you just have that head knowledge without the heart knowledge, you're a harmful person. If you if you don't have a transformation in your life, like if Jesus isn't working in your heart, it, it doesn't like then the other side is not having the head knowledge and not accepting it. That's called atheism yeah, or, like, yeah. or like just not following God, not being a Christian, whatever it may be. And, and, so, mm. and, and so this is something we've always advocated for on Faith of Him, the idea that God has a path, there's ditches on either side that yeah. we fall down. And we see it here. It's like, hey, without having that conversion experience, you can, you can end up anywhere. You know, mm. if you can, you can end up in any different place, in any different uh, conspiracy or cult or state of unbelieving. We, we don't know where yeah. you'll end up. But, what but we, we want to encourage you to is to keep going to Jesus right. and That's to right. keep on allowing the Holy Spirit to work on you. Absolutely. Don't turn your back on them. Yeah. And know him, you know, mm. and, and participate in the activities that would enable you to know him. Pray to him, read his word That's it. and accept him into your heart. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Coming towards the end of our show, but before we do, we're going to give our answers to our quiz questions. Thank you, Lawson. Yeah, of course. It was Elijah who heard the still, small Mm. voice. Which gospel records the fewest miracles performed by Jesus? That is actually the gospel of John, John. which there's a little bit of a dispute about whether it's seven or eight. Mm -hmm. We didn't ask you how many it was. We just asked you which gospel it was. So if you answered John, that was correct. Jesus was sleeping in the boat before he calmed the seas. Uh, It was Moses 
was pulled out of the... Uh, sorry. After being pulled out of the river, who nursed Moses, it was his own mum. Yeah, isn't that There's fantastic an, story? Wow. Like, like, she's desperate. There's no other options yeah. left. Weaves a, weave a basket, put her in the reeds, in the water, and the princess comes along. Yeah, just amazing. And then he gets to have a relationship. She gets to have a relationship Absolutely. with her son growing hey. up. And then finally, fill in the blank for Psalm 8. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. That's from Psalm chapter 8 and verse 1. So congratulations if you got those text messages. Well, sorry, if you got those questions correct. We have a ton of text messages here. I'm going to speed run a couple of them. Margie says, weeding is very therapeutic. And I agree with you, Margie. It is. Uh, we have <laughs> Alan writing in as well. He said, growing silver bean at home, about eight plants, really saves our family a lot of money as we use it in place of lettuce, in spaghetti, or steamed. It's hard, It's hardier than spinach. Uh, it's when it comes to pests and minimal watering and lasts for several years as it's grown into four foot long trunk before it matures and flowers. It's uh, a pick and come again crop, leaving a minimum of four to five leaves at a time. God bless. Silver beet goes in the ground now, guys. Just fantastic. Oh, I love silver beet. It's awesome. Yes, it's fabulous, isn't it? Fabulous. And then getting into some of the comments from our Bible study, mm. George wrote in, ignoring the guidance from the Father through his spirit hardens the heart, which grieves the spirit of God. Jesus was constantly being gu- guided and guarded by the Father. He also wrote in, we pray to the Father for all things in the name of Jesus. So it's wonderful and so amazing to have that support from above. God bless. And George Mm. is uh, leaving us all just amazing text messages there. Absolutely. We then had a question coming in from Wayne if you want to get that one for us. Yeah, it says, good morning. Blessings. Are you saying on earth we only have one of the Trinity at a time? We in the beginning had God, then the Holy Spirit, then Jesus, now the Holy Spirit. And soon we will have all three. That's a Mm. really good question. And, hey, we're actually saying that all three were there right at the beginning because the very Mm -hmm. first opening words of Genesis 1 say in the beginning God Mm. in the beginning God and then further in the passage it says um, created man in um, you know humanity in in our in our image, yeah, right? And so it's a plural. It's mm. actually plural right from the start. In fact, when you actually go into the Hebrew, it is put in plural. And so we're saying that the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, were right for it, were there from the beginning. They're eternal. They're co-eternal. And that they, they continue to exist and they will continue right through into eternity. Yeah, and in regards to their functioning, whether one can be on earth at the same, as the same time as another or not, ultimately here, you know, so there is a, there is a, a doctrine, it's called modalism, mm-hmm. that there is one God who manifests himself in, in different three ways. different ways. Yep. That's not what we're That's saying. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that God is Jesus. God, the Holy one. Spirit, they are omnipotent, co-eternal God, and they are three in one, and they have the ability to function and be everywhere all at once. Absolutely. Like that's that's who I, they are. That is the 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 ability that they possess. George also wrote in, he said the spirit in creation moved over the surface of the water in the KJV was a literal word, ruach, meaning breath of our creator God. Mm. He spoke and it was and that was awesome. And again, his spirit hovering over the water, that is him. That is him. Himself, his essence. and He breathes. Uh, It's just amazing here. Um, And then finally George writes, I wonder if one day we might witness some form of creation. That would be absolutely and totally humbling. Well, guess what? we will be able to see the recreation of the earth. Absolutely. And it's going to be just 
Amazing. Absolutely, because in Revelation at the very end we actually read and, and we saw the new Jerusalem coming down from the heavens, you know. So, um, but yeah, and we see recreation even in front of us these days, don't we? That's, mm. the, that's the exciting thing. We do see God in and through that in every way. So the um, exciting thing. But, you know, um, yeah, just heaps and heaps of text messages coming through today. Thanks so much. And heaps and heaps coming through also for the quiz question. Keep those coming in. Hey, we've got a question here from Braden that we're going to refer to our question time this yeah. afternoon so keep listening Brandon. there's also other great shows throughout the day following us as the Tassie Encounters there's also Drive Time uh, so stay tuned but right now Lawson what is our giveaway book for today please yes our giveaway book for today is the book on oh, listen out because this is going to come and go it's the book Quick Bible Answers huh? Quick Bible Answers Quick it's, Bible it's, answers. It's quick. Okay. It's quick. I so you got to You got to listen out for this one. It's Quick Bible Answers, guys, by Kenneth Cox, fantastic evangelist oh, and he's writer. A great evangelist, yeah. uh, questions people often ask and answer f- and answers from God's word. And of course, uh, Kenneth Cox is writing this book because, as we said, amazing evangelist, someone mm. who is having all kinds of interactions with people all over the world, and you know, people asking him questions whenever he preaches his meetings and the answers that he's had to come up with. He's put it in book. Format and he wants to give it to ah, you. So yes. all you have to do is be the first caller through at 0491-064-669 and you'll be able to win Quick Bible Answers by Kenneth Cox. Again, that number is 0491-064-669. Text through and you win that absolutely for free. You just have to be the first one through. Absolutely, and you won't regret getting it either. So just remember now to talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be with you till we meet again. God be with you till we meet again. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.